do 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 All right. I think we're gold. I think we are gold. Is this rolling? Good morning. I don't know if this is going yet. I am live. Good morning, Herman. Herman, I need some uh, some help if you can. I, I got this uh, 4K camera, boom, and I want to set it up so that I can uh, use it with OBS to have a better picture quality. So, and I've been trying to figure it out for the last half hour. It's, uh, I don't quite understand it, but thanks for all your patronage, whether it be on Patreon or Super Chat, I can uh, make this uh, higher quality. All right, so today we're gonna talk some fun stuff. I actually got to put in some time into this one because uh, I got a great night's sleep last night. I feel unbelievably good. All right, so we only have an hour, so I couldn't really do everybody's request, but we got Armenian Genocide. We have Positive versus Poisonous Sets. Uh, history Repeating Itself, Population versus Materialism, The Creation of the Soy Boy, Churches Tax Exemption, uh, Men Liking Higher Quality Movies, Television and Sound Quality, <laughs> Uh, socialist radicalization in schools and the Baker, the gay, uh, the gay wedding cake case. And then, uh, someone else wanted me to talk about Patton Oswalt had this, uh, hilarious interaction with Greg Gutfield. Just, I'll, I'll just sum that up real quick. Greg Gutfield absolutely annihilated Patton Oswalt, which brings shame to my profession, but you know, I don't think Patton Oswalt these days really is a comedian. I, I watched his new special and it it was it was so it's it's just so bad that it's just and this guy was once funny. I mean I remember he he's a good actor too. I I, I really liked him. There's this uh real indie movie, I think it was called The Fan. I can't remember, but he plays this like this like obsessive fan and it was really well acted. But I mean, Patton Oswalt just, he wrote, so he writes, is there any going back after this tax scam bill to America? Does it matter now if Trump is impeached? Does it even matter? There's no America now. Not the one we knew. Sorry, feeling real despair this morning. You know that, you can smell the soy from that. But uh, so Greg Gutfield writes, these parody accounts have to try harder. <laughs> and then they had this, epic back and forth and uh like i'll tell you some of the other ones it was just it was just like watching someone just beat up a kid but since he's not a kid i'll just give you some highlights all right and then we'll get into the armenian genocide because that's a fascinating topic all right so Patton says calm down from the from the guy with three exclamation points and two typos in his tweet. Sure, Greg. Are you being chased? Greg wrote, wrote <laughs> writes, just having fun, comedy sheriff, the last bastion, typos. Pat Oswald, not just a comedy cop, but a typo deputy. Show us your comedy badge and tell us what's right, bitter man. That's awesome. And then uh, Patton writes, Greg, you're the saddest fun 
I've ever seen someone have. I'm gonna let you go. This feels cruel. Greg writes, damn, the comedy sheriff announces he has better things to do. Okay, comedy sheriff, right off into the sunset. Note, P.O., I handed your ass to you. Uh, rather than face a logic problem, you relied on the I'm a comedian and this rube isn't trope and it failed you. Knight and Patton writes, you're not a comedian. Got it. You never said I was, comedy sheriff. And that's my point. When you expose for emotional or rational outbursts untethered to fact, your reflex is to say you're not a comic. Fine. You're still an emotional, uh, hypocritical wreck. Deal with that. <laughs> and then Patton writes, I'll try, Greg. I'll t try. Oh, God, I pr pr promise. Oh, by the way, he's writing it like I'm doing it, like that he's stuttering. Oh, God, I pr pr promise I'll racking sobs and, and whatever. By the way, I thought you, the comedy sheriff, had walked off into the sunset with your joke lasso in hand to rest another day and all this hard work on Twitter. What woke you, Captain Punchline? You need to tell everyone who is, uh, who is funny and who isn't. Patton writes, this is, this is, I mean, this is all so rich. Because Patton Oswalt is like a comedian and he's just getting his ass handed to him. The irony is, though, is like in Patton's tweets, you'll see his fans being like, you're, you're just annihilating him, Patton. Like, ease up. It's like disturbing to watch how much you're... It's like the, it really is like the world's watching two different like worlds. Like we're seeing two different realities. Like to me, this is a pathetic ass kicking. So Patton says, um, the sure sign of handing someone their ass, having to insist you did it and adding an emoji. <laughs> so Greg says, I thought you went to bed. So you want me to kick your ass some more? Okay, I'll be nice. You're living in a delusional bubble that prevents you from seeing the people who disagree with you aren't all jerks. You're not thinking clearly. Patton, you missed me. How sweet. Greg says, actually, I did. I'm enjoying this. I actually think you're a smart, funny person who's like the lady in the first episode of American Horror Story. You're fucked up. Someone has to pull you out of this. I can be that person. Consider this a Twittervention. I mean, that's just... I mean, it, it, it's just such an ass kicking. All right, uh, what are you guys up to? I thought Patton was dead. No, Patton isn't dead. His wife is dead. Uh, people keep saying he killed his wife. I'm not going down that road because, I mean, if someone faces that type of tragedy, I, I, I mean, without evidence, that is just not cool to, to, to say about somebody. <laughs> Because, like, all you know, I, I try not to pull in someone's personal tragedy with, like, with this type of stuff. People always say that, though. But I, 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 I don't, I, you don't need to talk about someone's personal tragedies in their life. Because that, if that happened to any of us, we would be, uh, I would just start killing people. I mean, I would just, I would, if I lost my family, everyone would die. So, just, just people should know that. So I, I, you don't need to, you know, go, go down those roads with Patton because Patton just, he's just out of his mind. Wait a minute, why does this say let's talk taxes and economic? <sighs> Hang on one second. 
I tried to, all right, Armenian Genocide, first name. All right, cool. So let's talk Armenian Genocide. Uh, Jason, I believe, wrote me this one. No, yeah, Ralphie May's dad. Ralphie May was a good guy. Uh, morning Bears. Yeah, good morning, all my bears. I love the bears. The unbearables are awesome. People keep asking me how they can be verified on YouTube. I don't know. It, it, uh, oh, I was, I was, oh, George says, I was talking about Pat in the war. Oh, that's hilarious. No, Pat, Pat and Oswald, he's a, he's a leftist propaganda comedian, quote unquote. All right, so let's talk Armenian genocide. I'm going to uh, go off what I know off my head, but I know a decent amount about it, I think. I believe it happened in April of 1914. The Ottoman Turks um, killed 1.5 million Armenians. It's brutal, and it's actually a, a very fascinating insight into into uh, humanity. Like what what happens if you don't atone? So everyone knows about the the Jewish Holocaust, and obviously horrific. But there's some Holocaust that people don't know about, and one of them's the Armenians. The Arme Armenian is Armenian Armenia was the first Christian country. It was uh, from the third century. So this is, a, and, and it goes back even farther to the Armenians. So this is a 3,000 year old culture that the Ottoman Turks, who are Muslim at the time, are still, you know, went from Constantinople to Istanbul because Constantine was Christian and they wanted to make it Muslim. So they killed all the women. In, so, so the Armenian men. How, where do I start the story? So the the the, the Ottoman Empire was in, was uh, Muslim, and the Turks they they start have, imposing uh, rules against Armenians and uh, other ethnic minorities like um, uh, Assyrians, not Syrian, Assyrian. Assyrian Empire is a whole different thing than Syrian. Assyrian. And the Armenians were Christian, they were Muslim. All right, so, so as soon as World War I starts breaking out, the, uh, the, Turk, the Turkish Muslims use that as a cover for a genocide. So as the Armenian men go off to war, what they did is they got rid of all their alpha males by, by sending them to war to fight against uh, Russia. They were fighting against Russia and there's a, well, the Russian front was pretty intense. So they send all the Armenian men there. So they have no alpha males to protect the women and children. So they take the older men, the children and the women and they, and they death march them. So 1.5 million died in, in two and a half months. Uh, unbelievable atrocities. Anything you can imagine from uh, like literally horrific stuff they did to these people. So then the men uh, come back to every, all their people being dead. And then there was a di diaspora where they, they fled the region. And there's this, a large Armenian population in, in Los Angeles now. Um, that's one reason why Armenians are so unbelievably tough. Like, I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't fight a 140-pound Armenian man. Like, even if he just looked like a totally normal guy. That, culturally, Armenians are just unbelievably tough like they'll they'll stab you in the throat and and you understand why because what happens to cultures when they don't atone 
Because the reason that, that that Turkey never had to admit it's illegal, it's illegal right now in Turkey to um, to um, to say the Armenian genocide even happened. And Stefan Molyneux brought up a point in an old podcast about how it's interesting that the Germans atoned for the Holocaust, but the Turks never atoned for the Armenian Holocaust. And it's bizarre that you see Germany just become so emasculated from atonement, which is so sad. Like, it's almost like you shouldn't even admit to what you did. But then I'll take it a step further. I think that you should... Because what, what, look at what happened in Turkey. Turkey will always be a strongman culture now. It will always be a, um, a dictatorship and it will always be unstable. That's the thing. Is, 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 that's why in people's interpersonal lives, it's good to forgive, but there has to be atonement. Because if, if someone uh, screws you over and you just say, oh, it's all good, people do that, that, that allows you to then do that to people. Because you've set this moral standard that that's okay. And so when the Turks never atoned for it, uh, it pretty much set up their culture where that can happen to them at any time and they know it. And because of that, they will always have this, uh, this, real, this, uh, this poison pill in their, in their culture. They, they can never really chill out. Uh, there's, there's a lot of Armenian genocide denial which is, which is so weird to me because it's one of the most easily provable things. One of the reasons it wasn't called genocide was be, it, was be, it was before the 1948 uh, UN definition of what genocide was. But that argument makes no sense because that would mean that the Jewish Holocaust wasn't genocide. So, uh, and everyone knows that is true. Another reason why I think that it hasn't gotten that much press is because it was so successful. And that's sad, but they killed almost all the Armenians, whereas the Jews, uh, they, didn't, they didn't kill all of them. And in, and in fact, a lot of Jews were left with uh, a lot of power. So they, the survivors, got to spread the word about what had happened to them, whereas Armenians, you know, there's maybe 200,000 in the world at this point. I, that, that figure could be off, by the way, but... When you don't have survivors to tell your tale, that, that you, it allows the, 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 your enemy to tell the tale. And, and people, people in history class sometimes have re referred to the Armenian Genocide as a tragedy. No, it's not a tragedy. A tragedy is when your house burns down and your dog dies. A tragedy is an earthquake that, that, pull, that swallows up a bunch of innocent people. That's genocide. And genocide is not a tragedy. A tragedy is an act of God. This was an act of men. And uh, I think it's also bizarre that people don't acknowledge that that was a uh, religious cleansing by the Muslims to the Christians. And it's, it's weird to me that that just seems to slip everyone's mind. You know, everyone can talk about Germans and Jews all day long, but no one talks about Muslims and Christians. Where the Muslims tried to wipe... Uh, the Christians from the history books of the region. And uh, they were fairly successful because I believe Turkey now is completely dominated by, uh, by uh, I think it's 99% Muslim. Where, uh, as before, that isn't true. I mean, it was called Constantinople, named after Constantine, who was um, the ruler of the, uh, who made the Roman Empire the Holy Roman Empire. 
and uh, was, uh, yeah, you got it. All right, so that was the first topic. Let's see what you guys are up to. They'll stab you the throat. Oh, thanks, Marchio, for the super chat. I appreciate you, buddy. Owen Bears. Hey, t- hey Base Texan. Uh, atrocity is more accurate. Yeah, atrocity is more accurate. That's a good point. Check out Dan Carlin's blueprint for Armageddon. He glosses over it for about 20 minutes. Yeah, and I'm a huge Dan Carlin fan. I don't know why he didn't dive more into the Armenian genocide. And I've listened to every one of those blueprint for Armageddon. There's, I think there are six of them, and they're all at least two hours long. The Ottoman Empire was Islamic Caliphate for 1,600 years. Also, as Americans, we have diplomatic relationships with Turkey as our government. Also, maybe helping cover up the Armenian genocide. We never talk about it in high school. I know, it's really... And dude... You want to piss off an Armenian, just be like, yo, the Armenian genocide never happened. Like, they'll have to punch you. It's crazy. Oh, and after stream, Skype or Google Hangout. Well, I got my call with Crowder right after, but uh, we'll figure it out. 20, uh, when did Asia Minor become Armenia? I don't know. Constant, Constantine covered. Christianity was not a positive tool at the time. Uh, I don't know what that means. When your empire is crumbling, Christianity is a good religion to adopt to relieve suffering and also civilize the barbarians. Yeah, that was happening. Like when, when, when Constantine first made it holy, he wasn't even Christian yet, but he became Christian, uh, right before he died. Yeah. Sweet. All right. So next up, Hitler was a vegetarian who was usually sick. There's soy. Hitler was so into soy. Uh, all right, so with the non-hand etched mug. Oh, why? Well, I'm always doing different mugs. Trotter needs to live stream like this. Uh, anywhere is evil place once Islam takes over. Well, it appears that way. Uh, 16 likes, smash the buttons, bears. Yeah, come on. Let's. Uh, there's there's 400 people watching right now. Let's hit the like button. Let's share this baby. Let's comment. Now we'll get on to the next topic. All right, so one of our uh, uh, just real. Big Bear Brigade to the max, Kiwi Bear, Rachel from uh, New Zealand. So she even made a graphic. This is how much she wanted me to talk about this topic. So I just put up this graphic. She literally sends me a sends me a, a topic, and and I just hit the like button, which means that you know 50-50 chance we'll cover it. And then she emails me, well I I just sent you the graphic. So well done, Kiwi Bear. Because at this point, we're, we're going to talk about it. And I know I didn't get to write back to a lot of you guys, but some like sometimes it's uh, it's pretty intense writing back to a lot of people because some of the emails are like, you know, I'm about to kill myself, you know, intense shit. So I can only go so far and then I have to take a breather and play with my kid and, and, and realize that life's a good place. And then other ones are extremely inspiring. It's just It's just like... That's like one of the one of the weird things about having such intelligent fans and such a, I don't know, you guys are just like rich people emotionally. So by 20 emails, usually I'm like, you know, I just start tweeting about soy because uh, it, it's, it, it's intense. All right, so Rachel wants to know the difference between a positive vibe set versus a poisonous set when it comes to uh, Hollywood like TV sets and movie sets. And I think one of my favorite quotes about leadership is the fish rots from the head down. So when you have good leadership, 
it it makes everything better. And I think uh, these are the most important things for a, a positive set versus a poisonous set. And this this works for sports teams. This works for corporations. This works for families. Uh, you need common goals, and and you need to put your goals above yourself. But it has to be a choice that you do. That's the problem I have with socialism. It isn't that I think there's anything wrong with collective thought or collective effort. I actually think that's necessary for human growth. Like the bears, you know, are, are unbearables. But it has to be by choice. It can't be uh, at the barrel of a gun, as Mao put it. You can't be forced into a collective because then that becomes sociopathic. So when you're part of a set where, like for example, Sullivan and Son, Vince Vaughn was a great leader. So we would, uh, we knew that he passionately cared about the show and he would write his Vince Vaughnisms and send them to us to say. And that is, uh, that, that lack of selfishness, like any sports or any athlete knows what I'm talking about, where you have a, we have a coach where, where they'll yell at you if you're being too selfish on the, on the field. Where, where you're, you're playing for yourself and not for the team. And, uh, and you have to, like, for example, on a, on a sitcom set, you have to think, like, who is the best person who should deliver this joke? Okay, like, in a table read. Like, what we would do is we would do table read Wednesday, where we all just sit in a big table and read the script. And then uh, we'd rehearse Thursday, Friday, and then camera blocking Monday, shoot Tuesday. So... Uh, a positive set versus poisonous. Positive at the table read, you got to deliver all the jokes as best as you possibly can. Not for yourself, but for the writer who wrote the jokes. Because I would see cast members or guest stars not deliver the jokes as well as they could. And then the joke would get, um, would get cut because executives would think that joke doesn't work. And you would see the pain in the in the writer's face where they're like, the joke works. They just bombed the joke or they didn't try. You know, it's like, why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side? You know, and they'd be like, oh, that joke doesn't work. It's like, well, you don't know if it works or not because the person put in no effort and they were being selfish. So when you put in your effort, not for you, but for the writer, that writer will then write more for you. And that's the irony about not being selfish. When you're less selfish, you actually get more for yourself because people function in groups. People function, we're, we're communal animals, we're tribal. So, so when you deliver the joke as hard as you can, the writer thinks, even if the joke gets cut, they think, oh, the joke didn't work. And a good writer is honest about that. They wouldn't blame the actor, they would blame the joke because they would be like, oh, you, in, you gave it the intonation that it deserved and the pause, the space and the joke. And so then they know that if they give you jokes, you will do it properly and that their joke will make air. So it's this cool relationship where the better you do for them, the more they will feed you. Feed the bear, baby. Feed that bear. And so a lot of times an entire set will become toxic when people start uh, fighting for themselves, where, where it's just like, I want more. I deserve that. And that comes from bad leadership because I've seen myself in leadership positions or in, in, in follower position, I think great leaders have to also be great followers because that's the only way you know how to lead is you know what it feels like to follow, to, to, to submit a little fraction of yourself to, to someone you truly respect. And, uh, 
And I, I know the power of, of that, of good leadership, where you say, listen, uh, it's not about me, it's not about you, it's about the, the, the shared goal that we came up with when we started this adventure, and let's do that. And that goal, whether it's, it's an army against another army, or it's a, a couple of funny comedians on a, on, a, on a stupid show on TBS, it's the same thing. And, and that's one reason why Adam Sandler, I've been in, I've been in four of his movies. Um, the reason he uses a lot of the same people over and over again and not, not just constantly casting, you know, you'll see the same people in Sandler movies because once you have a unit, once you have like us, like the Big Bear Brigade, once you, because trust is the most valuable thing in the, in the world, whether it's between um, a husband and wife, between, a, a, you know, in combat, like a spotter and a sniper or... Um, or uh, an audience and a comedian. The, the audience has to trust the comedian. The comedian has to, in some ways, trust the audience, but it's more of a leadership position. When you trust that someone has your back, you can be your best self and vice versa. So that's why a lot of times these massive stars, like a Sandler, needs that trust. So um, people that have been friends with him since before he got really famous or people that he's seen... Like me, he liked my fanny pack music video I did in 2005. He just thought it was really funny and it wasn't an audition or anything. He just saw it on the internet and he, and he uh, met with me and, and then he saw me do stand up. And it's like there's an innate thing that happens where someone goes, oh, I, 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 trust, I can trust that guy. That guy's not, not here to take my shit and not give anything to the, to the crew. And uh, I think that's a quality I've had that, that is that is made me more successful in life than a lot of other qualities is I think people naturally know I'm not a snake. Like I'm not there to take something that I don't deserve. And when good alpha males sense that about you, they will give you more responsibility. They will elevate you. Uh, they will, it's just this, 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 and it's never talked about. I don't even know it existed until a few years ago when I just really thought about it like that right there. Like, um, Trey Parker and Matt Stone had me host an event for them and they'd never even met me. It's like stand-up will do that where um, where you'll watch someone's jokes and the way their brain works and you, and you know, you're like, I know that dude isn't going to uh, infect the group. And then they let you in. But it's all about choice. The key is choice because forced is toxic. So a toxic set, I'm not going to talk shit I mean, I talk enough shit in my life, but I'll talk shit about like really, you know, things that are legitimately destructive in the world, whether it be like perverts or, uh, or propagandists that are leading us to economic collapse, but I'm not going to just be a, a catty bitch, you know, but I've seen sets where, um, the ego of the leader makes it so nothing gets done and everyone, it's, it's kind of like what, what, like, cause, um, the, the Third Reich used to have this phrase, the will of the Fuhrer, where people start guessing what Hitler wanted uh, instead of listening to what he wanted because it was such bad leadership there, you know, where you would think like, oh, this may make this. We got to do this to make him happy. Like if you have a leader that just freaks out and, and you don't know why and you don't know what you did wrong or what they want and you're always trying to anticipate what they want. 
you're going to end up not doing what is best. And that happens a lot with ego. Ego starts coming in when someone has a massive amount of power and influence and did not deserve it. Like, uh, or they have just some sort of horrific personal flaw. And then, which is like most Hollywood stars, you know, most of them are like, I, I, I wanted soy. This is not soy. The reason they're like that is because they, they have a, a, a hatred and a resentment towards themselves because they know they don't deserve what they have. And that is so common in jobs where, where, you, uh, where you make just an un- unbelievable amount of money and you don't really, you know in your heart, like Matt Lauer knows he didn't deserve $25 million a year to interview some, some dipshit actress about her dipshit life. 25 million a year. Think about that. That's 10 people making 2.5 million a year. That's a hundred people making a quarter million a year. Think about like, if you have a friend that makes a quarter million a year, they're very wealthy. Like a quarter million a year, you're looking at that dude and you're like, top management position, you know, quarter million a year. It's a hundred of those dudes. For Matt Lauer to sit in his little rape office and hit his locked door button and then just start whacking off. Because what you'll get is you'll either get these um, tyrants of ego or you'll get uh, sexual perverts like that, where it's like they want to inflict, they, they just are snakes. They're, they're, they're like, um, like hoarders, you know, they're greedy. They're, they're just like, give me your pussy. And, uh, and they're, they're not to be messed around with. All right. So I hope that that was for you, Kiwi Bear. So let me take down the image. I'll throw up that image. That image is, uh. Kiwi Bear made that for me. It just has all my info on there. There's my Patreon if you want to join that. That's uh, Facebook and what is that? At Owen Benjamin's Twitter and at Owen Benjamin's Instagram. So I want to stay in touch with the bear. Uh, Instagram, follow Instagram if you want like not a lot of posts and most of them are pretty nice. Twitter, I, I can do 50, 60 tweets in a day and a lot of them are intense. So... But that's what I like about Twitter. They're different mediums. Twitter is made for just brawling. And, and sometimes people write me like, dude, are you, have you lost it? Are you out of control? I worry about you, Owen, and I know that you have faced a lot of problems and your family has faced a lot of problems because you just go on a tirade. I mean, you're just out there going off on people. And, and I'm like, that's Twitter, idiot. You think I'm out of control? Go on my Instagram. It's just pretty pictures. Go on my Facebook. Twice a week, pretty pictures. <laughs> I'm like, Twitter is this, this, this cage fight of ideas. And that's what I love about it. It's very male. And, and I, I like it. So, yeah. And my career did take a massive dip, but now it's on an upswing. I have my own fans. My, my uh, YouTube is almost at 52,000. Two months ago, it was at 3,000. You know, my, my uh, Twitter went from 60,000 to 95,000. You know, Joe Rogan had me on a show twice in the last three months. It's like, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. And I didn't do that to get those things. Those things were a result of me being extra honest. And I was willing to sacrifice my own career for that because I, I didn't want to become Patton Oswalt. I think that's a result from people lying all the time. When you tell things you know are false too much, you become Patton Oswalt. And that dude used to be funny. He retweeted me in 2015. I tweeted 
uh, uh, being white's awesome. Cops pull me over just to give, uh, being white is awesome. Cops pull us over just to give us high fives. Dude retweeted that and DM me. Wow, that's hilarious. 2017 Patton Oswald would call that hate speech and probably report me to Twitter because his mind has been infected with lies. And I was on the lazy river to lies where I would just kind of go along with things I, I knew were kind of bullshit, but I never was like on that train. And then with the election of Trump and to see how just viciously psychotic the left actually was, their reaction to Trump's election was mind-blowingly crazy. And, uh, and then having a child and knowing that I can't raise him in a house of lies uh, made me just literally think I was giving up comedy. And so then I realized not only is it, am I not giving up comedy, I've sold almost 2,000 albums in like two months. That's insane. And people love it. People like, people literally write to me like, oh, that's one of the best comedy specials I've ever seen. I'm like, what? <laughs> and now with all this social media, uh, po recent popularity, my, my hour special I taped three years ago that was never gonna come out. I put it up on, on uh, Patreon just for the, the Patreon bears. It's coming out. It's coming out on iTunes in uh, January. So it's hilarious because like you'll see me doing stand up and it's a good special, man. It's called Huge Pianist. And uh, I don't have a kid yet. I'm not even married yet. And uh, and it's it's finally coming out. They're finally releasing it after they sat on it for three years because I was problematic. I mean, Owen is not drinking soy. Owen is not drinking soy. Ugh. All right, what do we got here? Here's some super chats. Cack your privilege. Uh, all right, let's go in order. Sherry D, some bears are legit Holocaust deniers. Address? Yeah, the Holocaust did in fact happen. So, I mean, bears have the right to, to believe what bears believe, but yeah, the, the Holocaust absolutely happened. So, I'm, I don't think that should be illegal to think that, but you're you're wrong if you think it. I've been I've been there. I've been to uh, the camps. I, uh, it's, it's, uh, I think that sometimes people, I think sometimes people uh, deny shit like that because they can't handle the, they can't handle it. They can't handle that that happened. Because it also discredits a lot of actual conspiracies. That, that's what bums me out about the flat earthers and, and the Holocaust deniers because there are conspiracies. There are conspiracies in this world. And, and the more you flood the conspiracies with obvious lies like that, the more like, uh, the more stuff like, um, um, what's it called? Why am I blanking? The Gulf of Tonkin and, you know, other stuff that for sure is a conspiracy theory. Uh, oh, someone asked, yeah, what did you say? Oh, and picture up top is incorrect. It says WTLD. Oh, shit, I'm going to take that down. All right, yeah, it's not WTLD. It's patreon.com slash WD. Why didn't they laugh? W-D-L. Why didn't they laugh? W-D-T-L. W-D-T-L. All right, so I'll take that down. We got to fix that one, Kiwi Bear. All right, so do I think that someone has the right to deny the Holocaust happened? Yes, I do. But they're absolutely wrong, and they should uh, figure that out. All right, George Soros. I support what you're doing. Thank you. That's not the actual George Soros. That's someone making fun of George Soros, by the way. Kakapriv. Uh, it's funny how Muslims are never guilted into apologizing for their huge slave trade and, and empires. Huge regions of Europe were ruled by Muslims for centuries, but we never berate them about that. Weird. Yeah, I mean, Muslims were in charge of the slave trade. 
like the whole time. So I know, but, but here's the thing. You don't want to fall into a leftist trap though and say Muslims all are responsible, are responsible for slavery. That's like saying white people are all uh, slave owners. It's just, but yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think that that, the identity politics, the racial identity politics that, that white people can, can start wanting to do comes from the hypocrisy of, of the left a lot of times, but just fight that, you know, Joe Rogan gave me a uh, advice once on one of my like things that I was doing wrong. Um, I w- he was saying, you know, he w- there was some obvious, I can't remember what it was. I think I was being too fatalistic, but he just goes, you'll feel that fight that. And that's such good advice. There's certain things that you, you, you want to go down those paths. Like I used to think that everyone was against me, like for a little while. Like I was like, everybody's against me. And Rogan is just, Rogan's a true leader, alpha male type, where I, like when he speaks, I listen type thing, because I know he's good. And I know his, we share goals and I know that uh, he's just, he's just a great leader. So when he says, fight that, I, I fight it. Because it doesn't mean change. It doesn't mean don't feel it. It doesn't mean don't think it, but it just means don't let it take you over because that will, it's wrong. Um, I don't know, but yeah, it is complete bullshit. Can't get privilege. Uh, they, their lack of atonement though is biting them in the ass. That's it. That's the thing. The universe doesn't give a shit. God doesn't give a shit. Whatever you think, whatever your above you is, whether it's God, the universe, physics, whatever it is. Because if you think that you're the be-all, end-all, you're out of your fucking mind. But whatever is above you, know that they don't care. That force doesn't care that, like, they're getting away with some shit right now. There's always payback. It might not be this generation. might not be the next one. But when you don't atone, there is a vicious repercussion. All right, leftists always boast that Scandinavia is socialist, but they're wrong. Scandinavian countries are actually social democracies, which is a type of capitalism. Absolutely. Great point again, Kaka Privilege. Uh, Rudemaster Malone, you talk about forced diversity and how it sucks, but did you like the diverse cast you worked on with Sullivan and Son? Yeah, but that wasn't forced diversity. Steve Byrne cast his friends. Roy Wood Jr. had never been on a TV show before. Steve Byrne just liked him and thought he was funny and, and cast him. Ahmed Ahmed is, is Vince Vaughn's, one of Vince Vaughn's best friends and one of Steve's friends. And then I was a very good friend of Steve Byrne and, and Vince Vaughn and I toured with those guys. So that, that super diverse cast was diverse because of shared goals and shared, um, and just friendship. And that's what made that show so uh, special is it wasn't diverse because of the diversity. It just happened to be diverse. Like Steve Byrne wrote the show. He's half Korean, right? Um, I was his friend that he always envisioned playing Owen. Well, he just wrote the, the part for me. And he always just thought Roy Wood Jr. was hilarious, you know? And uh, he is hilarious. But it's like people forget that that's where Roy Wood got his break from. No, like no one knew who Roy Wood Jr. was. He had to convince TBS to, to, put, them, to put him on. Same with Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones is a comic friend of all of ours. And uh, Steve just knew how funny she would be in that part. And, and TBS didn't want to put her on. No one knew who she was. And now she's on Saturday Night Live and, you know. Um, but yeah, that diversity, I, I'm not against diversity. I'm against forced diversity. Diversity just happens. 
And in comedy, you see more diversity than anywhere. Like comedy, military, places that, that, that like racial distinctions shouldn't matter at all. You will see natural diversity versus like shipbuilding. Like there's a good chance it's going to be mostly fucking Scottish and Norwegian. They're just really good at building ships. Like why isn't there more Nigerian shipbuilders? Ah, because they don't build ships. But when it comes to humor, uh, it's it always gets diverse. Oh, by the way, uh, kick your bear. Thanks for but thanks for uh, correcting the WTLD. Chief Bear, two bucks. Thank you. All right, what's going on in here? Let's talk to the chats for a little bit. Uh, diversity is a consequence and not a causation. Exactly. That's so true. Good answer. Thank you. I'll keep it bear. Uh, text and give me your email on Twitter. It's not Brooks Dave because you... Uh, who's the Jew hater? Can someone bounce the Jew hater? Who's the Jew hater? There always seems to be negatives with any big shakeup. Never had a problem with diversity until it... With the big shakeup. Yeah, and here's a... Is the, is the Jew hater named Dave? If you want to check out some stories of those guys, uh, check out Let's Say You Early Podcast with Roy Wood Jr. and later episodes where Owen joined Roy, Sal, and Q from Impractical Jokers of the House. Yeah, listen to me and uh, Roy on the Impractical Jokers podcast. That can't be redacted as the argument to diversity. It's nationalism and nothingness. Ignore the trolls. Overton has our back. Yeah, Overton's got it. Bradley Neville wants to be a shipbuilder. <laughs> uh, was there a Dave? Was the Dave... You dated Christina Ricci. What was that like? Yeah, I dated Christina Ricci. It's cool. You know, I don't recommend, you know, actresses are, are they're actresses, but she's a really cool person. Uh, Portugal were very good. At, yeah, Portuguese are great shipbuilders. So uh, the British were for a while, but I think they got a lot of their ships from Scandinavia. Anyone can be funny. Just look at the YouTube videos of people getting hit in the nuts. <laughs> Some of the primary sources in history. They're calling anyone who questions Holocaust a Jew hater, which is stupid. Uh, I mean, I think questioning the Holocaust is kind of stupid. It's like you can question elements of it. You can question what you get. What I what I think is weird about the Holocaust is how many movies are out about it. There's a, there's thirty two hundred movies. Someone someone um someone calculated it. And how many movies are out about the Armenian genocide? None. So. That type of shit you can question. Whether or not it happened, it's a historical fact, dude. It's like, that's, that was my, my major in college, and I lived in the Czech Republic to study authoritarian genocides. So, like, I'm oddly an expert at it, so it's not like, it's, it's not like I'm just like one of those guys like, don't question what we read in the New York Times. It's like, it's a fact, dude. It's just a fucking fact. How's Israel promoting diversity in Israel? Honest question. I don't know. I'm not, that's so out of my, uh, out of my expertise zone. I don't know anything about what the answer to Israel would be. I think that that question has been being asked for, um, thousands of years. And, and would I rather have Jews there or, uh, Muslim extremists? What do you guys think? I'm going to go with the Jews on that one, but that's just me. That's just my base uh, instinct. Get rid of that beard, go full handlebar. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Nobody says it didn't happen. We are questioning the numbers. My question of that is why? And, uh, I mean, do you have any, do you have any, if you have, do you have uh, evidence to question the numbers or are you just uh, bitter 
that they've gotten so much press and they get to do the victim dance more than a lot of people that um, have also experienced atrocities. What's your, what's your favorite genocide? Uh, well, I think another genocide that isn't really talked about very often is the Irish genocide where the, the British intentionally starved the Irish. Uh, the potato famine wasn't a famine. That was a, that was a genocide. Yeah, it's, uh, they were taking shiploads of potatoes to England every day to make sure that they were... I moved to Israel if U.S. vanished and I'm not Jewish. Love that place and love the Jewish people. Yeah, I'm a big fan as well. I mean, I, 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 don't, I, I don't see... This is the weird thing about some of these white nationalists with their hatred of Jews. It's like they're constantly quoting Charles Murray about the IQ spread. Well, Ashkenazi Jews are, are the smartest them and this one type of ethnic Chinese. So like, how can you claim that, that white people are so much smarter than black people and are so much better than black people, but yet you also don't like Jews who are smarter than, than your average white. So, uh, that doesn't make any logical sense to me. Hitler is a nobody. I've killed way more people than that little wannabe. That's hilarious. Overton. See guys, you call this shit out and you can't even type. Ah, uh, there are Arab Palestinians in the Kinnison army. Drives me nuts to hear people say that Israel is an apartheid state. Yeah, they just don't want to die, man. You know, I just think a lot of those guys are like, they've been threatened so many times that they, uh, that they're just like, we're not fucking around anymore. And uh, I've had a great affinity for the Jewish culture over the years because they're very funny. And funny goes so far with me. And uh, some of the funniest people I've ever met are Jewish. So that means they're good, in my opinion. Not as individuals, but who knows as individuals. Everyone's different. But I think the culture is a positive culture. I mean, how can you not listen to uh, Ben Shapiro and think, ah, this guy's hilarious. He doesn't even know he's hilarious. All right. Oh, and you should try and be a guest on the Ghost Poo podcast with Irate Bear, Drunken Uncle, and Sinatra Says. I think... Yeah, I'll do that. I mean, I'll do anything. If people follow up enough with me, I'll do it. I just, uh, I get lost in the mix. 300% increase in recent years of Christian Arab Israelis joining the IDF. Yeah, I don't even know anything about this shit. Yeah, Ukrainian genocide, that's a big one. Six million? Six million from one uh, one starvation. Uh, inflicted starvation. This is one reason why I think that the Jews get so much more genocide press. Is uh, It was such a dramatic way of killing them. They, they, they gassed them in something called a shower. And then they would like have piles of like shoes, like these, these very like visual and visceral things. Like a lot of genocides were, were a lot less dramatic and much, le much less, uh, like, like usually they would just bring a group of people and just starve them. They're called concentration camps because if you put a high concentration of people together and you don't give them food, the disease and the starvation just takes them out pretty, pretty uh, quickly. All right, so let's go to the next question. Creation of the soy boy. All right, let's, uh, let's look this up. When was the first time someone... History of soy. Let's lighten the mood a little bit. The history of soy. Soybeans originated in the... <laughs> this is when things get real fun for me. Soybeans originated in Southeast Asia and were first domesticated by Chinese farmers... The Chinese. 
around 1100 BC. This has been a plan, by the way. If, if this is true, that means for the last 3,000 years, the Chinese have been slowly trying to emasculate the whites. By the first century AD, soybeans were grown in Japan, the Nips, and other countries. Soybean seeds from China were planted by a colonist in the British colony of Georgia in 1765. The Brits. All right, so is soy good or bad for you? Where does soy come from? Is soy toxic to humans? Who invented soy sauce? Uh, the history of soy latte products. All right. Soy gruel was first noted in the third century. All right, I want to know the, the soy boy. Soy milk. Comprehensive history of soy. Uh, consumption of soy foods. Let's look at soy milk side effects. Soy side effects, consuming uh, foods containing soy protein or taking soy protein products. Uh, I think this is by the soy lobby. Constipation, bloating, and nausea. That, that sounds horrific. 14 side effects of soy. All right. Uh, carcinogens. Chronic inflammation makes you real puffy. You gain weight. It can make your throat itchy. It can cause mineral deficiencies. It may block protein digestion. So even if you eat protein, it makes you fart a lot. Uh, fermented soy will heal, heal your gut. Well, I don't know. Oh, I see what they're doing. They're trying to like trick you. They're like, oh, one of the side effects will strengthen your bones. Nah, fuck you. Let's get some more. All right, Men's Health did an article. Let's see. Uh, they'll admit it makes your dick fall off. This is, I like lists. This is too long. I'm not going to read this on a podcast. Why is soy bad for males? <laughs> All right. No, I want to know the history of soy. Soy, milk, history. History. I want another first soy boy. Soy grew art. There we go. Okay. Started in Belgium in 1980, quickly became a Europe's leading producer. The first non-berry almond milk was created, but they're trying to they're trying to make it hard to find. Okay, what year did, I got it. Why did Starbucks start making soy drinks? Answer that question, Google. Soy milk was mainstream in Starbucks, 2011. Interesting. It was Obama. Oh, server error. It's not even, the article's been redacted. Frappuccino turns 20. I thought I said Frappuccino. I was like, are you supposed to whack off when you drink it? Evolution of Frappuccino. Well, Frappuccino isn't exactly soy. 
10 vegan Starbucks drink they want to be your best friend the, the, there is no there is no way we will find the history of the soy boy when did people start drinking soy did, the history has been removed how come people deny the holocaust but not the soy conspiracy alright thanks for the super chat sweet bee Keck uh, people care about slavery and the holocaust so much because there's movies about them nobody cares about the dead Armenians Chechnyans and uh, Bosnians because there aren't Hollywood movies made about them. Exactly. And I think that's what breeds the contempt for the Jewish Holocaust is because people, there's been such an over amount of movies made about it. And like the insult, you're a Nazi. What about you're a Turk? What about you're a Muslim? You know, how is that not like you're a Nazi? It's like, all right, well, you're a Muslim. Uh, Muslims commit a lot. You're, you're a communist. You're a socialist. But like the, the Ukrainian genocide was committed by the, the ideology of communism. Six million dead. So you can call someone a Nazi, but like if you're like, you're a communist, it doesn't have the same weight at all. And they killed way more. Japan used it as fertilizer first, not as human food. And then, um, yeah, the soil cost. I'm a, I'm, there's so much soil cost denial. Careful on the soy staff. The SS will be knocking on your door. I, I'm armed. The beauty about the soy SS is they are, are very physically weak. What Texans say? The soy Mageddon is coming in, coming in hot. Search, know your memes, soy boy. All right. Gay frogs. Frogs are turning gay. All right. Know your memes, soy boy. Soyboy is a pejorative which is often used by right-wing online communities. I love that they call just normal people right-wing. Like, just being normal now is right-wing. You realize that? Dude, I've heard people, like, soyboy is not a right-wing term. It's a term to mock pussy, bitchy men. All right, soyboy. Soyboy. Know your memes, soyboy. Oh, mine's up. My, my, my soy boy meme that, that uh, Kiwi Bear made is in the top 10 on my search results. That's hysterical. Thanks to the bears. Wasn't for the unbearables. I wouldn't have this kind of internet, uh, this kind of internet uh, presence. Soy boy. I'm a soy boy. I mean, I'm Patton Oswald. Are you some kind of comedian? Should I just put up the Soy Boy song? I'm selling it for two bucks on my website because I spent 10 hours making it. Like the, the studio version and Amy was like, yeah, sell it. But should I just put it up? But I don't know. I want people to just enjoy it. What do you guys think? Talk to me. When you have a wife, they try to make you sell everything. Uh, Use something other than Google. They're hiding the truth. What else is there? I mean, there's Alta Vista. No life of your own. Uh, we are all Nazis and deserve to be punched in the face. Sounds like what the actual Nazis did to the Jews. Exactly. Well, that's exactly it. That's why if someone denies the Holocaust, I can still be friends with them, even though I disagree with them, because I find that less crazy than all of socialism and all of this like punch a Nazi shit. Because they are now Nazi. Like, they're legitimate threats to us. 
then technically it's a right-wing term because all the pussy beta males are on the left. Well, that means that reality itself is on the left. Uh, if you can't pay two bucks for a song, you have other problems, my dude. I know, but I just want, like, free to stream, $2 to download. Yeah, I, it's just on the Vimeo account where I'm selling my, uh, my special. Because I don't know how to put things on iTunes. There's, like, this long process, and they don't, like, they don't respond. I paid two bucks. It's worth it. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a sweet song. Is that fair? Like, two bucks? I put it for free on my uh, Patreon page. Uh, thanks for the super chat, Ken. So I was started to replace animal protein, so all those damn vegans were the birthplace and the soy boys began. Freaking communist vegans. I'm going to read you guys. A lot of you guys were involved in, in, in this last night. My Twitter is at Owen Benjamin. Uh, and I'm, I'm pretty active on it. <laughs> but there was a, 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 a good friend of mine who's a comedian actually texted me this guy's tweet because he knows how obsessed I am with soy. Uh, and so I tweeted it and started making fun of him. And, uh, and it's so funny. Hang on, where is it? I'm just going to read you some of the responses. All right. So a guy called Soy Hitler tweeted... The year is 2454. The soy boy virus has finally affected every man, woman, and child. It's horrifying dystopia. No one kills animals anymore. No one harvests their bodily fluids. No one forces their impregnation. And no one eats their corpses. It's a living nightmare. Obviously, he's being sarcastic. So I wrote, and none of the dudes have dicks or balls anymore either. And so then Fred Garvin Bear pop. Uh, prostitute bear pops up and says pretty sure by then it'll all be lab crisper gattaca stuff and then liberty bell is this the equality that they keep talking about <laughs> and then soy hitler writes yes as in the equality to have the right to life liberty and property some of us actually live up to our values do you value the right to life liberty and property it's hilarious when they think that that that's how they can get they, they've care they've they've car, car, uh, made such a caricature out of anyone right wing that they think that that's our like kryptonite. Where it's like, life, liberty, and property. Have you even thought about that? And then he tries to use this against me. He writes, if you can't argue the other side, you can't have an opinion. And I'm like, I, I have an opinion. That soy makes your dick and balls fall off. I can argue your side. That's actually what I wrote. I wrote, uh, I like to do a lot of tweeting because it becomes almost a story, like a scroll. I feel like we're like reading scrolls that I can read the next day. I read, I have an opinion, you know, soy, I, I can be pro soy. It's a cheap way to transition without having expensive surgery costs. You know, it's all, of course, everything I'm doing at this point is a joke, but he doesn't see it that way. He writes, you're actually paid for your comedy. Um... Red Rover Bear writes, uh, I didn't know Nancy Pelosi knew how to write dystopian science uh, fiction novels or at all. It's hilarious. Magic Bear, there's nothing wrong with soy. I was raised on it. Look how I turned out. And it's a barking seal. Classic. Ruski Batuski Bear writes, thankfully we'll all be robots by then. I like that. Uh, Vitaly Juderbog Bear writes, uh, no penetrative sex either. <laughs> That's great. Bosey Wolf, uh, 
They do drink their own semen and pee and spread it in their tofu. So technically, they do harvest their own body fluids. I missed that one. That's hilarious. And he hashtag CrossFit. Hashtag soy boy. Uh, Brain Bear says, the, uh, the women have them and the men have vaginas. <laughs> uh, soy Hitler writes, diets higher in red meat and processed meats have a greater incidence of erectile dysfunction. Just saying. So I wrote, not true, and you know it. And, and Soy Hitler writes, oh, really? And he, he sends me this, uh, this link, and I wrote, yeah, onlineliberty.wiley.com is the gold standard of boner intel. And then I wrote, I just ate three steaks, and I'm throbbing hard. He wrote, that was published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine. I wrote, try and argue against soy. You can't, because you're a soy boy zealot. He wrote, sure I can. I'm not the one making fallacious claims, nor am I the one who made a YouTube video about how you need to be able to argue the other side. The onus is on you, champ. So Fred uh, Barrett pops back in. You've been following him since then and you're just now getting offended over soy? Weird, man. Look what soy's done to you. Hysterical. It's not over soy. It's over the tangential association of veganism to extreme liberalism. And I'm not offended. I'm taking the opportunity to expose that the majority of you don't even know what you're talking about, in particular, Owen. So then Germanic Bear writes, neither sex has junk, everyone is a Ken doll, except LBGTQIA769X and feminists. Hashtag fuck soy boys. I love, I love my bears. They're, it's like you guys are as funny, if not funnier than me a lot of times. That's one thing I'm learning about some of these like groups of, of dudes. Like they're so fucking funny and they'll just come in and just wreck it. Like I've been almost like a soy boy in the past where like, you know, you're dealing with some of the like the 4chan guys or some of the, the, the Kek, uh, Kekistan guys and like, and they're punking me. Like I, I'm normally the, the punker. I'm the comedian. Like, I'm the one that can fuck with people. And, like, I realized that I'm, I was, like, losing. I'm like, these guys are really good at this. All right, so Soy Hitler writes, Meat eaters eat more soy than anyone. So you're all a bunch of soy boys. L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O. That many L-O's. Craig Hilton Bear writes, Soy Division. Hilarious. Uh, none of you damn business bear has a picture of a cat. Says, look at my fucking balls. Look. All right, so Mark the Dark Bear writes, so what's up with hermaphrodites, bro bear? I didn't get to answer that one. I keep my beard large to display openly that there's soy in my diet. <laughs> All right, so then... Uh, so Michael Malice tweeted me, no joking when I point out that it's progressive to see contemporary attacks on male masculinity like soy boy. Uh, no longer originating from homophobic slurs. That's a great point that Malice made. But I wrote, they've already claimed soy boy is homophobic, which is hilarious because that proves soy is in fact a gay bean. Uh, what else do I got? So Soy Hitler writes, basically you didn't read the article or you're just claiming to know the facts. When you challenge the evidence, you've attempted to dismiss the publisher by reading only the URL. Please remove that fraudulent video from the internet. <laughs> I wrote, sounds like you fell off the soy wagon. Are you mainlining it into your neck? Uh, don't forget, that's how your best friends Skylar, Apple, Henderson, Tris, Fabrizio, and Grayson all ended up in rehab with no dicks. Hashtag unbearable. Uh, and then I think there was one more I want to read. 
just wherever this, where's the soy boy? Soy Hiller writes, wrong again. You don't know what you're talking about. Our brains grew thanks to grains and cooked tubers. Because I wrote that meat is why we have big brains, which is actually true. Once we start being able to cook meat, we could consume an insane amount of protein because our brains use 25% of all our energy. And that's why we need such high calorie foods to be so smart. Meat. They had to grow before meat consumption could be the norm because we needed big brains to develop tools. Meat likely played a small role. Once again, you don't know shit. So I wrote, you're Dr. Heckle and Mr. Soy. All right, I just wanted to fill you in on that little thing because there's real soy wars. There's soy wars. There's legitimate soy wars. All right, let me check the super chats. Now I'll talk to you guys and get out of here. All right, Jason. Thanks, buddy. Check out Architects of Denial, documentary by Dean Cain and Montel Williams. U.S. still won't recognize it as a genocide. Oh, the Armenians? I will. Uh, it's crazy that people don't recognize the Armenian genocide as a genocide. It's, it's legitimately crazy. I think that's... I think that's one reason why people deny the, the Jewish Holocaust. I, I, I don't I have a hard time believing that anyone thinks it really didn't happen. It's almost like people are going to be like, it's, it might be this like sub thing, maybe. If people really don't believe it happened, they might be like, well, if you're going to deny that, we're going to deny this one that gets you this pissed off. Because if you tell it, uh, an Armenian that the Armenian genocide never happened, he will just start stabbing your throat. They're so tough. Filipino dudes are also a group of people that I, I don't, I wouldn't just mess with, even with their size. Like, like any sized Armenian, they all, they all look, they, they all look 40 by the time they're 15 and they're always smoking cigarettes and they all have money for no, and no one knows how they've all like, they sell like stereos or something and they fucking are so tough. All right. So, um, check your privilege. I'm a radical alt centrist. Hysterical. All right. I got to say bye to you guys. Uh, so I'll talk to you guys. Church of Soyontology. You crossed the line, Shekels. Uh, yeah, because those big brains were needed to create a hammer. It's our smaller brains that have created modern society. Meat eaters will be the only ones buying the I Survive the Soy, Soy Wars t-shirt. Soy Wars. The Empire Soy's back. <laughs> that was from Base Texan. What about the white genocide? Well, I mean, Armenians are white. They're... There's all kinds of white genocides. There's uh, the, the Irish genocide. Uh, the Germans were taken out by a lot of Romans. I wouldn't mess with Polynesians. Yeah, Polynesians can be pretty intense. Armenians are good people, try industrials, kind of like Cubans, hardworking. Yeah, my, my go-to um, cinematographer the whole time I was in LA was, was an Armenian named Vahe Papazian. Great guy. Started with me uh, when I couldn't pay him and he had his first camera and now he's crushing. If you follow the motivations of why they would change it from 400,000 to 6 million, you can still say it happened. I mean, it's just so, it's like the flatter thing. It's just silly. I told a, a girl, I told a girl I was dating a joke. My girlfriend is black now because I burnt my hand on the stove. Ha! That's hilarious. She got offended by me presuming that a woman belongs in the kitchen. Well, they do belong in the kitchen and that's a funny joke. Polish genocide, of course. No one talks about that. Slavs. Slav literally, they, they were so enslaved that, that it, and it means slave. It didn't originally mean slave. In their language, it means uh, like proud or chosen people or something. But like uh, they were, they were so, it was such, the term was so used 
They were so enslaved that the word just meant slave. Um, would you do a tour of conservative states? Yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? That's like my audience. <laughs> uh, soys will be soys. Endless soy Joe Kalman. Well, here's the funniest part. I bet I'd sell out in San Fran because so many intelligent people are getting so fucking sick of liberal co comedians. Could, like comedians that don't go for the applause. They go for the applause, not the laughter. And they're, they're, I mean, there's some pretty heavy hitters in, uh, in Silicon Valley that are, that are secret fans of mine that can't tell anybody. It's pretty hilarious. Because they're just, because they're, think about it. Some of the smartest human beings live in Silicon Valley. Comedy is associated with intelligence. It's literally porno for a smart brain. Uh, and they're just dying with this Patton Oswalt shit. They, 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 they're like, it, it feels like they, they're drowning. So, but they have to be like, yeah, does this come in soy? And then one tear rolls down their cheek. Soy? Soy Wars. Oh, I got, I'm going to show you guys what I have with the song so far, and then i got to do this call with Crowder. Uh, great hang. Today was a fun one, right? Bill Burr didn't go PC. No, Bill Burr's awesome. Bill Burr, Joe Rogan, um, there's a million of them. Uh, why is my brain frying? Norm MacDonald. Uh, dude, there's so many that are funny as shit that didn't, uh, that didn't go to the dark soy side. what I got so far ladies and Z's dude the soy lobby's trying to make everyone's dick fall off <laughs> I don't have chords yet but these are this is I'm just gonna do the basic chords that I do for like everything Doug's breathe kind of heavy and Blake's no uh, they always know who won the masters a mark can change your oil uh, why did I rant rhyme Brother and Masters. And and Whitney's will bang your brother. That doesn't rhyme. I should have proofread this. If you're named Danny, you usually have cool hair. And Austin has a jet ski. Lances are into magic. And Chuck has a little Audi. Jenny buys Powerball, ba uh, Powerball tickets. And every time she thinks she's gonna win And moms are always secretly banging dudes named Quinn Tyrone will steal your bike Even though you don't want to admit it And dudes are, and dudes are cool with being douchey If their name is Brent Brian can take a punch Harvey's are always Harvey's are kind of pervy. Lacey has HPV, but Gary might have scurvy. Joy is sad and crystals do math, and Lenny has Velcro shoes. Mercedes don't own their own cars, and Alexa will lie to you. Fourteen and customer service complaints are all from Karen. 
genocide is a little known fact was about enforcing secularism and it was largely a genocide against religious people then why did that why did Muslims partake so much in it turn down your microphone okay copy that it seems just as stupid as calling black people African American uh, who needs sex change when you can just eat soy exactly alright so you guys like the uh, I'm getting a lot of lols and LMFAs. So you guys dig the, the new song, Alex, borderline soy boy status, but if you go full Alexander, then you're a boss. That's good. I like that. My son's middle name is Wayne. Oof. When you said soy feminizes men, I thought, wait a second, the Japs eat a lot of soy and there's nothing wrong with, oh wait, yeah, they're hairless, they giggle, they're obsessed with cartoon porn. Yeah, look at what the soys have done to the Japs. Timeout shekels not blocked. Now behave yourself. Oh, that that super that that anti-Jewish guy. Yeah, I mean you can be anti-Jewish as long as you give a really good argument. You can't just hate Jews because that just means you're stupid. Like people who just uh, Mike is too low now. People who just hate Jews typically it's because they uh they're, they're a little envious that they have a fun club and they're usually uh, really good at school. You're funny, but you know that. Oh, thank you. They don't want to have sex. Turn up your microphone. Okay. I thought we came over from Europe by ship, not climbing mountains. Uh, I don't know what that's in reference to. They have tiny little peni. Shekels don't cross the line without a laugh. This is my warning. Hang on. Shekels didn't... Oh, yeah. You can't... Yeah, you got to get a laugh. That should be a bear rule. The unbearables rule is if you're going to say something that sounds... Uh, that sounds uh, hateful... You gotta be funny about it. Over 60% of uh, Japanese men under 30 are virgins. That makes a lot of sense. Baron Von Blair, Garrett Alexander, Blair Strong, perfect. I think that's the way we do it. Is if you're gonna, if you're gonna say some hateful shit, because I don't wanna be judging what's hateful and what isn't, that's one of the reasons that I think the left is highly annoying. But if you're gonna say, uh, Max is Jewish and she's a badass. She was in the IDF. Yeah, dude, tons of my friends are Jews. They're fucking great. If your name is Chaz, you don't, you just don't get jazz. That's true. I like that. Okay, so uh, if you get, you gotta be, if you're gonna say some hateful shit, it's gotta be uh, funny or at least an attempt at humor. There we go. That's the bear code. Yeah, the bear code is only be mean if you're funny. Or you can say you can say obvious truths, you know? Like you can hate uh, uh, socialism. Hang on one second. I gotta plug in my computer. But uh if, if you're gonna say uh, like something that's just kinda alright, what does it say? True speech is hate speech, doubt it not. Now you gotta be funny. You gotta be funny about it. Right, Owen is pretty active on Twitter like Hitler was pretty active in baking. <laughs> yeah, I tweet a lot. I should probably calm down a little bit. We were discussing why we're called Caucasian. The Caucasus Mountains or some shit, right? The Caucasus. Uh, in their defense, Hasidic Orthodox Jews are awful. I'm Jewish. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's groups that are more annoying than others. But it's... 
Ashkenazi in Yiddish term, the Nazi part is national. I don't know what that means. I'm a socialist libertarian. Libertarian. It's okay to hate the Irish. You gotta be funny about it if you hate the Irish. You gotta be... You gotta be funny. Right, but I'm not the U.S. government. Like, it, it, like someone said hate speech equals blasphemy laws. I 100% agree. But this is a fun hangout spot. So, like, uh... So... I don't like it when people just say shit like, I hate Jews. You cannot like Jews, but you have to be funny about it because it's just kind of gay. And I don't want this to turn gay. All right, the Hasidics are horrible, but I love regular Jews. Uh, well, Hasidics smell. I mean, there's, a, there's an odor a lot of times. Because, like, sometimes they have, like, some OCD thing that they can't, like, shower on fucking Saturdays or some shit. Have to put my dick on the table and leave. Oh, uh, do you have too much soy? I gotta go. I'm, like, a couple minutes late right now for a call. So if you're not funny, yeah, you gotta be funny. Nothing's wrong with the Irish. I'm part Irish. Irish people are awesome. Your hair looks like you could be rocking a man bun. Does this look like a man bun, bro? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, all right, so DM me on Twitter, you, yeah, or or comment on this video after it goes live. More funny name associations. Uh, because I'm working on this song hardcore, and I want to do one later. So, and you guys help me write all of this. So let's do it. All right, bye everybody. You guys are awesome. Peace. Please comment on this soy, uh, not soy. We know enough about soy. If you know any more real intel on how soy makes your dick fall off or uh, what name is associated with what trait, I will be very happy about that. I, much love to the bears. The unbearables make me happy every day of my life because something, I now have a, a crew. I have my own crew, you know, and they're fucking hilarious. All right, and thank you all for everything you do for me and for our group. Because this is getting really fun. And I think we all know we have something special here.